Hello and welcome. No, did I, do I say that? What do I say? Hello and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark. Welcome. Mark DeVries. And that voice was Miles. Miles Ma. You can redo. Uh, I <laughs> and uh, the sound of a fork hitting a bowl. That's me. Is uh, Jackie Jimenez. You don't hear that fork. I hear it. I'm eating a salad. Jackie's finishing up a salad, right? Don't keep eating. I'm almost done. All right. Uh, we look, I'm just full disclosure because Miles will joke about it. Uh, we just talked for like 10 minutes or so and I was not recording. I mean, uh, there was a glitch in the uh, recorder. That's what I mean. Uh, we're a podcast so we're that normally talks about Jojo's Bizarre Pod, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. I did that second week in a row. <laughs> uh, but since the show is not on right now and we don't read, uh, we're going to be covering, well, what is the, currently the most current, the most recent Evangelion movie, Rebuild of Evangelion 3.33, you can redo or redo, uh, which Miles points out is uh, sort of funny because we're redoing the beginning of this podcast. Do you get it? I get it. I had to tell the listener. Listeners, write in if you get it. Write in if you get it. Miles is sick. It's not. He's not just playing up that uh, sort of voice that he has. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so before we talk about Evangelion 3.0, what, what was it? What, what was the title they gave it? Like the new movement of Evangelion Q or something like that? Yeah, I don't know. I was like, yeah, I have a lot of Qs for you, huh? <laughs> Evangelion. I don't know how many A's I got from you. Uh, but before we do that, we have to get down to correspondence, correspondence dogma. Mm, we have to open the. You cannot correspond. The 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 fucking egg of guff. What was it called? Was it guff? It's the gulf of the gates of guff. The gates of guff. Gmails. The gates of Gmail. Uh, meaning we're going to read some listener emails. If you want to email us, you can do so by writing to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. First email we have here is from Mouth of Hadar. Without a subject, it goes like this. Hey, JJB Pod. It's been a very busy couple of months for me. I've been hopping between day and night shifts at work, running D&D, planning for the holidays, and somehow even found time to get married. Congratulations. Congratulations. I loved the Evangelion episodes. I've never seen any of it, and hearing you talk about it brought back memories of hearing about JoJo before I got into it and being mystified by the weirdness with no context. There was quite a bit of video game talk last app, and I want to say Jackie has great taste. Max Payne fucks. Fuck you. A question for all of you. What are some of your favorite all-time games? Hope you all have great holidays and that we see part six animated in the new year. P.S. Every time I say my wife, I wake up feeling so horny. Nice. Yeah. I like Super Mario RPG a lot. I've said this. And the first day is X and I've played a lot of Enter the Gungeon. I only play Football Manager. But all time? Uh, you like Final Fantasy X? I liked it okay. I liked Red Dead. The first one. The first one. The second one was good, but it was not as focused. How do you feel about Virtua Fighter? It was hard. It's very hard. I wasn't good at it. Mm. I liked Pokemon Gold and Silver. Pokemon's good. Sufficient answer, Miles. Thanks. <laughs> Jackie. I like Super Mario RPG. I like uh, Chrono Trigger. I like Fire Emblem. All of them. <laughs> Um, what else? I like, um, Fallout 3 a lot. Which is good. It is the best Fallout of the new era. 
And IMO. oh yeah, Max Payne is one of my favorite games. I've probably beaten that the most out of any games that I've beaten in my life. Probably I used to play it a lot, and I even I, like I've revisited it um, because I like it so much. Uh, I feel like I could write like a paper on it or something. But uh, what else? Uh, Dark Summit is one that you've probably never heard of, and it's really really good. And it's probably it should be one of my, I, don't, I don't know if it's one of my favorites, but it's really good, and you should play it. That's it. It's a game where it's a snowboarding game, but there's a plot that has to do with conspiracy by the U.S. government. Mark only knows this because I've already talked about it in the first time that we didn't record this <laughs> oh, no, episode, no, no, no. and now we're redoing Jackie, it. Jackie, I already knew that from you knowing know, you. you. From know knowing anything. you. From knowing you. Okay. I've known you a long time. But somehow you didn't know about Princess Maker. I Princess Maker 2. I feel like you telling me about Princess Maker would not stick nearly as much as a snowboarding game that has a plot about conspiracy and aliens. Yeah. So basically, you've also played. Uh, you're a punk. You're a punk. An- the game mechanic is snowboarding for Dark so, Summit. This is not Princess Maker. No, Princess Maker is different. I can tell you about that too. Yeah, it's short. Princess shorter. Maker is great. Um, but Dark Summit, you are snowboarding. You're a snowboarder. You're also punk. You're also, I guess, an anarchist. I don't know. But the mount, the people that own the mountain are fucking, I don't know, evil like government people. And there's like a conspiracy, and there may or may not be aliens and you just snowboard around and fuck with them but you do tricks and you snowboard down a mountain and there's different mountains um and i don't know you just fuck with people you just fuck with the people on the mountain basically pretty sweet imagine being like oh i own this mountain you don't like you own a car you know what i mean like if you can mm-hmm, see mm-hmm, the whole mm-hmm. thing and i think you can say you own it but like a mountain like get out of here that's there, just a mountain that's been there there's also like the people on the mountain are like snobby and they don't like you because you're a punk and you're a snowboarder and they're all skiers you know you're a rebel so yeah. which is a thing <laughs> so in real life so it, you don't feel bad like fucking these people over which and, is, like, it, and that's a real life them. thing like some ski uh places ban snowboarding you're not allowed oh, to really? snowboard yep what? Mm. yep probably because uh it like attracts young people that are rowdier i guess mm. or they're assholes or i have no idea just like there might dark be a, summit <laughs> there might be a practical reason but yeah um so thank you but for as writing you, as you play you uncover the conspiracy also princess maker 2 is all really fun and weird and mature <laughs> that's it very good uh who wants to read the next email i guess i'll read it hold on let me get it let me get it up um hey. is this th- twitter it. new twitter login from chrome on android no don't read that one okay <laughs> this one is from nick uh, the subject line is dio's the world Hey, JJB pod gang. Hi. So I have a theory about how Dio is able to increase the length uh, he is able to stop time. So Araki has said at the panel in Italy a while ago that the way Dio breathes in stopped time is because of the oxygen tanks on the world's back. So if his limits, so what if his limitations on his ability to stop time is directly tied to how many seconds worth of his oxygen tanks can hold. And if, and of course, the way Dio improves that is much like somebody improving their cardiovascular endurance by doing it more and more until he can stop time for significantly longer. Except instead of working out his lungs, he's fine tuning his oxygen tanks to hold more air each time. Uh, Nick, P.S. People who think the world is flat have ne- have clearly never seen his dummy thick ass. <laughs> thick. And there's a screen cap here of the world, and there's no way this is an unedited screen cap because, <laughs> yeah, the world has a fat butt. <laughs> it might be just the angle. The angle is like 
I don't know. I don't think Looking so. Looking up his butt. Also, those oxygen tanks look tiny on him. So mm-hmm. I, maybe it's perspective, but that's a fat, fat stand ass. Um, also, it's, you know, I don't know. I picture the oxygen tanks like inflating like a big helium balloon while Dio is like training. They're just like. Magical oxygen is canon. <laughs> like, that's true. You know, I feel like like oxygen has magical like power up properties with Hummel and stuff. So maybe. It's true. Although also, Jonathan, but. Jonathan didn't like know how to breathe deeper, did he? I don't know. Well, Joseph, well, that doesn't matter because Dio's body's from before, but Joseph, but Joseph did that training with the mask. So, anyway, the Joe stars are good at breathing. Uh, lastly, we got our first ever letter, physical handwritten letter in the mail. Are we giving out um, your address? Only Chad has our address. So this is from Chad. Email Chad if you want Jackie and Mark's address. No. Right. Send it to you. Chad, Chad, don't share it with anyone. Uh, JoJo's Bizarre Chadcast <laughs> at gmail.gov. You can hear us opening the letter. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I'm proving that it's for real. Mm-hmm. I didn't just take an empty envelope and start opening it or something. Yeah, that'd be weird. Oh, I was hoping like a check for $40 would fall out. <laughs> what? Uh, Aloha, Mark, Jackie, and Miles. I hope the holidays are treating you all great. Thank you for the wonderful card and entrusting me with your gotcha ticket. Mahalo Nui Loa, Chad, and Catherine. Oh. oh. And then the card act, the rest of the card itself actually has printed Hawaiian in it. Um, that means Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And here goes. Mele kaliki maka meka hao oli makahiki hao. Oh, that sounds nice. I like it. P.S. My wife made this card. Oh, okay. Nice. That's really nice. Shout out to Chad's wife. This is really nice. And it looks like an ice cream cone or like a, like a. It's it's shave ice. It's a Hawaiian delicacy. Ah. Shaved ice with a candy cane on it. It's just shave ice in Hawaii. And it's got little Christmas lights. Chad, correct me if I'm wrong. This is really nice. I think I'm right. If you make, if you turn it upside down, it's a Christmas tree on the world. Well, no. Like the stand? With the fat ass? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. That's now Dio's stand. You're like, oh, the <laughs> one with the fat tree. butt? Yeah. The stand with a donk? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so if you want to send us a letter, you can't. Don't do it. <laughs> can't do it. Uh, Gotta get that okay. P.O. box. Yeah, we should get a get a P.O. box. I'm gonna get some water. One sec. Yay. And we're back to talk to you about Evangelion 3.0, or as the Blu-ray release is named... 3.33 you cannot redo redo why do i keep saying redo um and we should tell everybody that if you haven't seen all of Ev- evangelion if you don't like including the tv show and the movies yeah if you do, <clears throat> or whatever like if you don't know how it ends this or or just i don't know like this ha- this there's no way for us to talk about this without giving spoilers of it so just be aware of that if you ever plan on watching it you should go and watch it and then come back and listen to this episode um we'll i guess wait for 14 hours while you take yeah care of that. like i guess you could watch just the movies that we watched but i think it's better if you watch the anime uh all the way to the end and then watch I don't know, other stuff. <laughs> so I I would recommend the following, basically. These movies are good on their own, but they do kind of 
change or they're confusing. They f- well, so is the show. They they yeah. change or kind of maybe not. Well, they kind of spoil the original show, which I think is the best mm-hmm. form of Evangelion. Um, and I read basically uh, someone said for new uh, pe- people who are new to Eva, they feel the best order to watch in is you watch episodes one through twenty four. And then you start the movie end of Evangelion. And mm. then there's some scene where um, Asuka and Shinji are hanging out and coffee is spilled. And then they were like, pause the movie, go watch episodes 25 and 26 from the TV show and then finish the movie. Hmm. Um, because story-wise, it's after that coffee scene that basically the TV show and movie third act happen mm. kind of simultaneously. They're just sort of different spins on the same events. Um, we should do that. Yeah, I'm down to try that. Okay. For sure. You want to do it tonight? Oh my God. No, we don't have all that time. We have at least 14 hours. We just got to stop by, see my family, and then we'll go home and watch Eva. Okay. I got to work. 14 hours. I got to work tomorrow. Happy Hanukkah, you guys. Hey, but, thanks. But it is home. sundown. Happy Hanukkah. When is this? Is this coming out on Christmas? It's probably this coming out. It's coming out on Christmas. Merry Christmas. Wow. More importantly, Happy New Year. If you're listening on Christmas, sorry you're such a loser. It's actually going to be just like kidding. the third night of Hanukkah. Or We're the happy fourth to night. keep you company on your lonely, lonely holiday. Yeah. Why don't you just open your gifts and then sneak away from your family and put on this podcast? Yeah, if you have one. Lie on your side in your silent room and, you know, put on that little mini disc player with our podcast on it. Shout out to you if you're alone in the world and you're listening to us right now. The people yeah. who, a lot of people who listen to us, like, listen, like, on the way to work or, like, at work or something. So probably nobody's going to listen until back when they're back from holiday breaks that's true no happy 2020 (laughs) happy 2020 no people will listen definitely between christmas and new year's but i I think people will listen on christmas morning they're gonna open up one gift and it's a toaster and they open up another box and And it's a podcast and then the gift from us which is the podcast it's a little tiny speaker playing this episode give us your address and we'll mail you that but we won't put our return address on it because you're not getting our fucking address and by our, I mean Jackie and my address. Miles doesn't live here anymore. But <laughs> a good Scorsese movie. Anyway, if uh, if you go watch Evangelion if you haven't, and then come back and listen to this podcast. Sorry, that's what you should spend your uh, your holiday break on is watching Eva. It's a classic Christmas tale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tale as old as time. Yeah. Um, Shinji and the Eva. It's look Evangelion in any form is just a complete mess it's a wreck but this is particularly a mess i think uh, but but honestly i actually think this is easier to decipher but then again i did spend like an hour reading evangelion wikipedia's mm-hmm. um i still don't i but don't this get, has fewer redeeming qualities i don't get a lot of what we saw Me still neither. i i kind of do again because i was reading wikis and stuff but um i think we all kind of feel I don't know. Would you guys agree just from the movie itself and, and all of our vibes that this is probably the weakest of the three movies so far? No. Um, maybe. It just feels so detached from like what I like about the series. Yeah. And you don't get to, I don't know. You don't get to figure out like what's going on for a long time. Oh, it's just, just confusing. Just in, just in case we didn't really drive this this point home. If you're thinking about watching the Eva TV series... Stop Stop listening here. <laughs> Don't say we didn't warn you because we're about to spoil the whole thing and then there won't be any point in watching it. All right, bye. <laughs> like any, if you like, if you like being surprised and delighted, <laughs> don't listen to this. Right. Uh, so 
this movie again it feels like in the last movie that was sort of the rebuild's take on third impact which in the original series happens in end of evangelion or kind of in the last two episodes of the show so like Eva, so the last movie kind of ended like he's trying to rescue Ray, mm-hmm. starting third impact, and then Kaoru interrupts it by piercing Eva O One with a spear that he threw from the moon. Good arm, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and in both of these movies, by the way, I don't. It just seems like Shinji keeps initiating these impacts by he's just trying to be a good friend and he fucks up, which is not nearly as interesting a catalyst, right? Miles, are you going to say something? No. Oh. Just like in the original series, I forget if it's he's, I think he's kind of manipulated into it. And then in the end of Eva Rebuild, Rebuild of Eva 2, he tries to rescue Ray and that starts something. So that's like him just having a good impulse and being a nice guy, even though everyone's like, stop. He's doing the right thing, he thinks. Yeah, I guess in the show, it's not really, it's not as much his fault what happens. Although he couldn't have known he would have caused third impact in this case. Yeah, and it is his his fault a little bit at one point because they ask him if he wants it, and he's like, yeah, because mm. he didn't really know what it was. But in this case, he, he does that in the last movie. And then in this movie, he does this thing I don't understand where they're like, we're going to go get these spears, and we're going to undo the near third impact, which they also call N3I at one point. But then Kaoru's like, wait, those aren't the right spears. What's happening here? And Shinji's like, no, yeah, they are. They are. And he just like won't fucking listen yeah which doesn't feel like a character flaw that we know of shinji it just seems like he's messed up in the head like that's the justification for it that he's like his emotional state is so messed up he thinks everything is his fault Mm -hmm. like he literally destroyed the world and he's just desperate to fix it but you're right like he ignored the real signs that he would just end up doing it again yeah trust the moon boy yeah it's just, yeah, I, I didn't get it. It's not like he knows what the hell is happening. He's like us. He has no idea what the fuck these spears If you can't trust mean. someone you're having homoerotic piano duets with, who can you trust? It's yeah. true. In my notes, I wrote Shinji is bi. And, I wrote Shinji is a bi icon. That's what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was wondering because in the show, this character, Kaoru, who shows up late, is barely there and gets his fucking head bitten off. Um, and in, the, in this one... Well, uh, sorry, in that show, too, Kaoru uses the verb ski about uh, Shinji, skite, and so there's all this debate about whether or not he's really gay or whatever. Not when it, not that it matters, like, whatever. He clearly likes Shinji more than the way a, a normal... They like each other. Not normal, but common, I guess, male friend of the time in Japan. Yeah. Shows uh, admiration. This is also because Kaoru's not really human, but... Whatever, there's all this debate, again, which is needless. And then in this movie, I was kind of hoping he would be like, I am attracted to you. I want you to be my boyfriend of. Please let us kiss. And then he mm-hmm. tries to kiss. But instead, it's also right almost up until... Uh, they, they're basically dating. <laughs> they're basically, in my opinion, they're They're basically dating. dating because Shinji at this point has to turn because his other options are A, do nothing in this big, broken nerve wreckage b try to get this ray boring clone vessel to just seem human uh or c start being gay no dude (laughs) shinji was always bi okay 
didn't it just it wasn't until now because also even in the last movie he was like blushing when like that uh, like the dude with the ponytail was hitting on him and yeah stuff. But, but anybody would blush when they're that like thrust upon like mm, that's just kind of how you would all right it's really awkward to have an adult just put himself on you Shinji's like that by though Okay. <laughs> I think the Kaoru relationship is one where, like, you definitely should watch the show before watching these movies because you get a lot more of those vibes from the show. Mm-hmm. Like, they shower together. Oh, I forgot about that. And they, like, they have a sleepover. They don't sleep in the same bed, but they're next to each other. Well, but I don't know. Sleepovers, everybody sleeps with each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, That's what a sleepover is. Isn't a sleepover like you're sleeping in the same room? together yeah, correct yeah, yeah but they also lick each other's butts <laughs> doesn't <laughs> that, happen that's that's cut out um yeah this movie it feels like interesting in the beginning because it's a time jump it's 14 years ahead of the last movie it's a time jump that never happened in the show really although it's arguable that this is like a reinterpretation of like the after third impact stuff and end of eva which is probably like i don't know 15 20 minutes because this is kind of after Third Impact, and then in the end of Evangelion, we don't know where they are or who else is alive. It's just Shinji and Asuka, maybe. But it almost feels like Guren Lagan or something, where there's just this time jump ahead, and everyone's got cooler clothes on. Um, I like Ritsuko's short hair. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure Jackie does, if she get off her phone. What do I like? So you weren't even listening. I, I didn't hear what you said. Because I like you're staring at your Ritzko phone. short hair. Which one's Ritzko? I heard that, but the, I don't know which one's Ritzko. The blonde. Oh, yeah, it looks nice. Mark, I'm paying attention. Okay, sorry. <coughs> I, I, it did not seem like it at all. Um, I, I multitask. Uh-huh. Um, but then the movie, like, for the middle chunk of it is just so bleak and lonely. It's very, it's like, well, it's post-apocalyptic. It's like more like Mad Max feel. Yeah, but it's like he only has one person to talk to in this giant oh, yeah, yeah, empty yeah. space. I kind of wish we had stayed with like the crew yeah. on the ship, like with Misato yeah. and that and like him trying to rekindle his relationship with Asuka. Or that they'd cut back and forth. Yeah, and instead it's yeah, you're right. It's just like this very empty hulk of a space where nothing is happening for a while. So for me like with that lack of things happening and I know things are happening on this emotional level <clears throat> with Kaoru and you know, Ray for Shinji. But like with that lack of things happening and then they're like, we're going to do a fourth impact. It feels like, wait, we didn't, we didn't do anything in this movie. Yeah. It's like there was an apocalypse kind of, but there's still going to be an apocalypse. Like what? You learn things though. Right. You learn like, you eventually learn while he's in nerve that like what happened. Yeah. He caused the third impact. But that's not the same as things happening, you know? That's yeah, not it's a plot. lot of exposition. That's telling you about the last yeah. movie where shit yeah. happened. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's explaining the last movie. But it wouldn't be ever if it weren't a bunch of like slow mm-hmm. digging into Shinji's brain. Mm-hmm. But that's that's where the TV show is like fine because you yeah. have like 14 hours. This is a movie. Yeah, I don't think they do enough of that. I want to know more about really? Shinji's pain in this movie. But I thought they, they actually dug into his brain and that was... <clears throat> Did they? Yeah, I mean, I thought so. Um, but that's the thing is you really get into someone's brain when you have them socialize with other people. Yeah. So in the show, he's constantly like figuring out his relationship with the three women in his life mm-hmm. and his relationship with his father. But there's also whole episodes where it's just in literally in his brain and he's just talking to himself. Mm-hmm. Don't people not like those? No. Well, it depends. Mm. 
People um, don't like them. You're right. I also wanted to know more about Mari, the illustrious Makinami or whatever. That's true. She's just like a like a babe American who's helping yeah. out Asuka right She's now. She's British. <clears throat> oh. She's also just like super cool and capable and she's just off to the side. She's clearly yeah. just like, I am a designed character mm-hmm. because people wanted a young brunette with glasses and that's it. I think she's a redhead. No, Asuka's a redhead. She's an orange head. She does have like some rapport with, like they have some relationships. She, she like, she listens to Asuka. Yeah. Yeah. She's like neither Ray nor Shinji in that she is capable at using her Eva. And she also like has emotions and a brain, mm-hmm. which is sort of what she's Asuka like, was missing. Well put together. <laughs> yeah. She also seems to know what's going on. And she has no anxiety about any of this either. Yeah. Um, I don't like that she's not traumatized. Yeah. When you're an Eva kid, you got to be fucked up. So, yeah, I wonder, Mm -hmm. like, who she is or, like, who is the spirit inside her Eva? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, what's her connection? So that's kind of the thing with these... uh, With the Evangelions, it's like in order to get a human to bond with it, because humans are children of Lilith they have to have a piece of their family or something familiar to them soul inside the um, Eva because the Evas are basically soulless angels, but they put a piece of them inside there so you can bond and control them. And that's why in like the end of Evangelion movie, there's just mass produced ones because they already somehow figured out how to make Kaoru into an AI pilot, a dummy plug. Mm. But they're just, and you can see why. I mean, it's obviously very messy to have kids go in there it's very traumatizing for them and like shinji i mean they have all these raging emotions mad at your dad fine i think like a fourth movie has a lot of work to do oh yeah and it probably won't do it all and they're they're, it's called evangelion 1.0 plus 3.0 and it's going to have an eva unit called eva 2 plus 8 and we saw it at the after credits scene and it's bicolor it's half marty's pink and half asuka's red well because asuka's red blew up in this movie again how many times have we seen that fucking eva explode Mm. these things are expensive people (laughs) i also love that shinji just has a scene where he's wandering down like a catwalk and it's just like tons of cgi (laughs) well it's also just like don't pilot the eva shinji getting the eva and he's like do i want to pilot the eva which is like another name for this whole what's interesting is at the beginning of this movie he wants to pilot his eva yeah i liked that but he's denied from doing so yeah it's like a backwards thing. I guess he's more confident in these movies and then it gets broken down in this movie. Yeah. <clears throat> also, I found Misato and all those people, I really didn't like them in this because they just stonewall him. They're like, they don't talk to him at all. And they don't quite explain it. I mean, Kaoru's kind of like, yeah, people blame you for blowing up the world or whatever. But mm-hmm. I thought everyone knew that like Shinji is a boy and this stuff isn't his fault. Like things are just thrust on him. So it's just weird to me in this movie. I guess like 14 years of silence, you know, you kind of forget about yeah. the fact that he's a person. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And like the whole culture, I guess, like, well, I guess you see everyone dead and mm-hmm. the rest of the culture is like that boy fucking blew up the earth again. Yeah. We were barely done recovering and now we got to make Tokyo 4. Who knows how many Tokyos they're on now? Yeah. It's Tokyo's all the way down. Everyone has cooler clothes. Gendo still has that stupid Amish beard. Yeah, and he's got uh, he's got like the fucking um, he's got a cyclops visor. Yeah, the guy that Z- the Zela leader. Um, 
Oh yeah, do you kill, think he borrowed it? Kill the Wrens. Yeah, it's interesting. Do they kill Zayla in this? They like shut off the connections to them, but it does seem more dramatic than just like hanging up a Skype call, doesn't it? Yeah. Imagine if people died on the other end when you hung up your Skype call. Imagine oh it. Oh my god. <laughs> Overall, I gotta say, this movie's CGI was much better than the last one. It, it was very pretty. It was very pretty. It was still a lot of geometry shit. There was a good amount of just shapes. But a lot of the textures were really... Like when they shut down those Zayla units, <clears throat> there's all this like red and orange texture and then you just see like a mapping of a brain kind of gray that then fades out. That was really cool. And just all the light show explosion stuff was really cool. Even if I couldn't tell what was happening a lot of the time. It was tedious. There was still like a lot of tedious techno babble. Oh, there was so much the techno CGI, babble. And I feel like it was just to show off the CGI. Like setting, mm-hmm. like turning on the Wunder took a long time. That whole scene, that whole thing, I was like, I get it. It's like the last movie where you need to have action up top to like get the audience's attention. But it went on for way too long. And I was like, this doesn't feel like Eva. I feel like they're just mm. stalling to show off CGI. I didn't know what happened uh, pretty much the entire beginning of the movie until, um, I don't know, until he like starts talking to Ray or whatever. Yeah, so... All that action, I was like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know like, what, what Asuka's doing. It's like post near third impact and there's a new organization called Wille, which I imagine is German for... Will. For want. Oh, okay, for want. Mm. Um, and they're trying to kill Nerve because Nerve still exists. And we learned from, well, we didn't learn it from the movie series, but Nerve, uh, which is Gendo's org, wants to initiate uh, the human instrumentality project. What is that? That is where all human life loses. Basically, beings are separated <laughs> by their AT fields. Mm-hmm. And in human instrumentality, which is basically third impact, everyone's field gets turned off. And so we all just merge into one liquidy being. Mm. So like Zayla wanted to do that, but they had they were going to do it on their own terms. I don't know what the difference is. And Gendo, this is true of even the original show, wanted to do it on his own terms so that he could be with his wife again or something, which mm. is weird because I thought you'd all be together. So I don't really know what the difference is. So in this movie, we see him shut off the link to Zayla. Like, he's openly being like, we kind of have different goals here. Mm-hmm. Um, but, All the goop is red instead of orange in this movie. Yeah, which I think is just more honest. <laughs> you know, but I think it would just be hard to watch Eva and see, like, a red tint the whole time, you know, in the TV show. It would be kind of exhausting. Mm. So there's that, that crew want, and so they just want to contain Shinji because they know that if he gets in the pilot, and in the Eva, and has a fucking, you know, temper tantrum again, that... He can fuck things up real bad. But then he somehow lets Ray know where he where he is. And Ray just in Unit Zero just appears. Like, was she near them already? Do they hint at Unit Zero being nearby? Maybe there's not a lot else going on in the world. So they, they like, know what's up everywhere. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I don't know if these are, like, the last throws of humanity. It seems like they're the only two factions in the world. It feels like that. Um and then we see just this big demo of like wants ship Wunder. There's a lot of German in this. Um, launches up and uses this smart way. I forget what's clever about it to defeat the, I guess, angel, which mm-hmm. is basically just surrounding them with eyes yeah. and will vaporize them with beams of light. It seems like in this world, there's a million angels and a million Evas. I was going to say there's too mm. many fucking Evas in this movie. Mm. They're on 13 at least. Yes. Because yeah. they don't. Which is also have a parallel to Christianity. But they don't like label them, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, because once you, when you do zero, one, two, three, 
I'm like, okay, we've got Ray's Eva, which has... Big blocky head. Which I guess has Yui's, some of Yui in it. And then you have Eva 01, which definitely has Yui in it. And Shinji pilots it. And it's purple and green. And it's cool. Eva Unit 2 is Asuka. She's this German asshole girl. Um, And then Eva 3, is that the one Toji gets in and it blows up? Or something, or I feel like it's five or something. Oh Three, God. some of them, one of them gets disappeared. Four, I don't know what happens to. Yeah, I think one of them just blows up. Doesn't like, one whoops. of them turn into an angel? Yes. Is that a reference to that Madonna song? Is like it, a prayer? How, how does it go? Where it's like, you must be an angel. No. Do you guys know what I'm talking? No, about? I don't know. Let me look this up. Uh, it's called Angel. She goes, Ooh, you're an angel. It's a good ass song actually underrated madonna cut um so in, anyway in this universe though you've got zero one two and then six it's okay no six is the one that's bad i think and is secretly corrupting stuff with its blue juice and then eight is the one mari pilots and it's got like the long guns it's got long guns and titty powers mm-hmm and then 13 is one that's um, bisexual. I mean, bi-pilot between Shinji and Kaoru. Yeah, got a double plug, double penetrating Double plug. penetration. I wrote that down because I'm a child. They're pair programming. Yeah. We talked about it last time. They penetrate each other. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then during that last fight, like Ray's Eva just goes on autopilot because she has no personality in this movie. And I think that's because She's she doesn't go to school and stuff. Yeah. Because she starts to feel things. She also doesn't interact with people, other people. That's what I mean. Yeah. Because that's one of the reasons why you don't do homeschooling for kids. She only knows how to... Aw. She only knows how to... Well, a lot of... She only knows how to take orders. That's all she knows how to do. Yeah. Yeah. In the show and in in the last movie And she also like didn't have a childhood, right? Because she's just like a a clone at that age, right? A series of clones, yeah. Yeah. So she... She didn't have a childhood or anything, so she's just she just exists one day. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, I guess... Tough. I wonder if in the show, we, there's like three rays at least, mm-hmm. but you don't really know when it happens mm. until later when they tell you about it, that there's multiple rays anyway. I wonder if her personality kind of resets. I think it does, mm-hmm. right? It does. Shinji's like, what's up with you? Yeah, she doesn't remember anything. Mm. Um, Which also messes him up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone just forgets about you. Aww. They didn't listen to that Simple Minds song. <clears throat> there is not as much fan service in this movie as there was in two. Yeah. Yeah. There's still a little bit. Even though both last movie and this one have post credit scene where the female voice actress promises fan service. I think that's Misato. Is it Misato? <sighs> that makes sense. Because she, she usually does the after TV show episode stuff, I think. Mm. With that music that's like, bad, do, 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 da, 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 yeah, so at the end of this battle, it's like Ray's Eva starts acting on its own and it cuts off, or she has orders to cut off Eva Unit 6's head. But that means that 13 absorbs it or something, or she like baby bird feeds it to Eva 13. <laughs> I don't know what happens. I don't know what happens. And then she starts attacking the Wunder, <clears throat> the Wunder plane. Uh, the Wunder plane. And so Asuka's like, let me fight you. And then she's like, fuck, I'm going to lose. And she jets out of there. Uh, and then 
Yeah, Shinji tried to get those spears because there's two different spears. But what are those spears? Well, the spears, okay. The spears are basically, it's really a dumb system. The thing with Eva is that there's an alien, old, old alien race uh, that we call the angels, even though they don't really use the Japanese word for angels. Mm. But don't, are, the angels are the same as the race that... Yes. That's confusing. Yes. It's, so it's like there's this race that has these like two different ways of germinating on planets. They have like a black moon and a white moon that touch down. And it's supposed to be that if there's ever both an atom and a Lilith on the same planet, that they have spears that like that like render them inert, that will automatically pierce them and stop them from um, growing into their offspring, which in Adam's case <coughs> is the angels, and in Lilith's case is Lilin or humans. That's why Kaori keeps calling them Lilin. It's because he's like an angel kind of guy. But he's a he's a guy. Right, but he's a clone of uh, he, he's a clone of Adam. Oh. It's a vessel of Adam. Weird. So he's sort of like an angel in disguise. Mm. But he has his own personality and decides that he likes people, mm. especially like Shinji. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the, the spears are there because they kind of contain Adam or Lilith. Uh, I don't know what it means to have two in, uh, in one. I don't know what it means that they're not different spears mm-hmm. and that they end up being copies. I don't know why Eva 13... Oh, I guess Eva 13 gets four arms because, like, they kind of separate sync, you know? So they kind of become their own body. So I they, guess. they each have two arms. A lot of this is not explained. Yeah, and Kaoru is, like, thinking that something's wrong, but he never gets a chance to explain it. He says that he turned from the 13th angel into the first, other way, other way, other way. He still don't know what that means? He's a clone of Adam. Yeah. But then he becomes, I guess, like, another bad guy. Uh becomes like another angel i think like he becomes a tool to fight shinji and he's like this sucks Mm. i don't like that i don't understand how that collar works either i thought it was just like a technological thing made by humans but then it like mystically floats around him like a bunch of stones technology can mystically float around in eva i guess i guess and then he blows it up i think he blows it up I think so, too. I don't think Misato does that. Unless maybe... She's been hitting the button the whole time, waiting for Shinji to come back in range. Um, Yeah, and I don't... It's one of those things, too, where all these, like, weird, like, surprises and twists are happening, and then we just cut back to Gendo, and they're like, ah, yes, according to plan. (laughs) They're like, your plan was fucking... It's like a game of mousetrap without, like, seeing the pieces of mousetrap. That's, uh, like, JoJo's. Yeah, Isn't but, that but that's just... easier to understand. It involves fewer parties <laughs> and not like, and characters in JoJo aren't like character one, character two. This mm-hmm. is my stand, stand number four. It's true. Not everything is numbered. Stand number four. It should have been like Eva 01 should have, should have been like fucking Steely Dan. <laughs> and then yeah. Eva 3 is like Rolling Stones. Yeah. That would have been easier, maybe. Yeah. It would have made less sense. I mean, it would have made as much sense, but I'd be able to tell you what, Eva is which because they also change it. They change it between the TV show and this movie. This movie was nice to look at, but I found it kind of unhopeful and yeah. sad. Uh, and I, towards the end, was like, wait, this just feels like kind of how Force Awakens is like the second half is the first movie. It's like, mm-hmm. we're going to do the same thing. It's like, okay. <sighs> more explosions. Yeah, it felt, felt more spectacly than plotty. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. They have a lot of work to do in part four. Yeah, I don't know if they can pull it off. 
It it's looked so good. much to do. It looked good. It did. It looked great. I love that fucking dead Ray or dead Lilith face that looks like mm. one of the gorillas. <clears throat> Have you seen the trailer? For what? For the fourth one. What? No, I didn't know there was one. There is one. Oh. It takes place in Paris, and it looks like it's just a bunch more like random geometry, and I have no idea how it connects to what we just saw. Because it's Eva. <laughs> it's just, the, honestly, yeah. the way these things connect is aesthetically. That's it. Like, just look for the aesthetic. Like, did something explode into a cross? Yes. They added a rainbow, though. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> like, and at one point, when the wonder takes off, doesn't it have like a double halo? Yes. Whoa, double halo. <laughs> All the way. So is it like a double angel? Two, two angels is one good. Shinji learned piano very fast. Well, we don't know how long he was there. That's true. It could have been 10 years. But even in that moment. Also, I thought of a lot of jokes about that scene. I would have loved it if like after hours, they just played chopsticks. Or is that hard and soul? That's hard and soul. Which one's chopsticks? It's where you like... Yeah, sorry. Heart and Soul is actually a little more interesting. I also thought it would be funny if, because in this Shinji at least has rhythm. He's playing a very simple harmony part, right? But he at least can keep in time. In real life, people who don't know music just sort of hit keys at weird times. But I would have loved it if they just panned over and we just saw Gendo on the drums and he just started like playing like. That would have been hilarious. Fuyutsuki has an upright bass. Fuyutsuki, Fuyutsuki spilled all the beans in this. Yeah, it was nice of him to do so. Spilled a lot of beans anyway. He spilled the tea. Um, I liked uh, seeing Asuka again. It was good to see her. Yeah, and she does feel a little yeah. more mature. Yeah. She fulfills her character arc. I feel like she should be more mature, though. 14 years? Well, she also uh, picks up on... Well, I mean, character-wise. She's 28, baby. She's not as, like, uh, crazy, angry, and as Shinji anymore. She's like, so he's not stupid. Yeah, he's he's a brat. He's a brat. So she goes from calling him Baka Shinji to Gaki Shinji. Um, So they're kind of similar sounding words. Um, Instead of her just being like, what are you, stupid all the time? She's like, ah, you fool, you're a child. Mm -hmm. But he is a child. I know, and she's not really. She's 28, baby. Yeah, but here's the thing with that thought. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, cool. Now we get to look at like characters that are actually grown women. And they're like, oh, my body is frozen. I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you people? Can we just have adult women, please? Yeah. Nope. There's some adult women. There's adult women. They have real jobs in this. Well, they're all covered up. <laughs> and they're 14 years older than they were in the show. But yeah. they look great. Yeah, they look great. Uh, Good for you, ladies. You know what they say. Uh-huh. That's why I won't say it. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Milfato Katsuragi. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> uh, just instead of Misato, just saying Milf. Oh, got it, got it. Milfato Katsuragi. <laughs> oh, I'm pleased with myself. Um, there were some deeper personality thingies or deeper like metaphors in this that I liked uh, when I find them here. I will. Uh, I like that Shinji just like can't quit people. You know, he's like, like he has an ex-girlfriend that people are like, stop, like, don't go back to her. And he's like, no, it'll be fine. And that's like him with his dad and nerve and Ray, I guess. He loves people or he can't live without them. He can't. He tried it for like two seconds in the movie, (laughs) the first end of Evangelion. He should have stayed uh, 
On that big ship, though. Well, yeah, but they gave him nothing to do. It's true. They didn't even have, like, a ping pong table. He could have hung out with Toji's little sister. It's true. Sakura, who says, don't pilot no more Evas. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, do you think that's what the Japanese was? I guess so. Okay. I don't think they have double negatives, but yeah. It's like, hey, tell me you ain't going to pilot no more Evas, right, Shinji? <laughs> Shinji, get out of that Eva. Don't pilot that robot. Um, uh, the DSS collar is short for deification shutdown system. Mm-hmm. Deification would be the process by which you become a god. Uh, they also call um, Eva Unit 2, Eva Unit 2 Improved, which they call in as Kai Nigoki. So if you know the Dragon Ball... Dragon Ball... Dragon Ball Kai or whatever, it's like they yeah. kind of improve or like touch up the series. So in this case, like I think... I think it's the same word. I don't they really know. They say deicide a lot, which I like. Deicide. It's a good uh, death metal band. <laughs> no, it really is. <laughs> oh. Um, by a guy uh, named Glenn Benton, who uh, hates uh, Christianity so much, he took a metal cross. This is true. The lead singer of Deicide did this. Heated it up and pressed it into his forehead upside down. Hmm. And then it started to heal, and he just did it again. Why did he do to, to the point where he has a scarred upside down cross in his forehead. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. Also has the band Vital Remains. Both are good, very heavy. Um, yeah, let's see here. This has been Metal Talk. Metal Talk. I like a. I kind of feel the same way about taking comfort in the fact that the universe just still exists and has like it doesn't care about all the drama on earth like there's just still stars out there the milky way Mm. the galaxy it's just like yeah i used to feel that way about the ocean but now it's the ocean's getting fucked up it'll be fine no i mean maybe it will whatever we'll be dead it's not like we weren't going to die you know yeah, it's not like we weren't going to die. Um, I think it's interesting how people like Zayla and Gendo are like hoping for and starting the apocalypse. It feels like some sects of like evangelical Christianity where, you know, there's like some politicians, for instance, who are openly like evangelical Christian and think that the apocalypse is going to happen in their lifetime. And so that might be part of why they don't really give a shit about a lot of uh, mm-hmm. future stuff like climate change. Yeah. Um, so that's like sort of a parallel that works to me, like a real world parallel. Cause a lot of the Christianity stuff in this show just feels random, but it looks cool. It does. How do you guys feel about the sentence that Kaoru says that there are no irredeemable sins? I like it. Really? You feel that way? Um, well, I guess I don't. No, I feel I like you, you've said you hold grudges. I do hold grudges, but the, but I think I think in terms of religion, that's true, you know. But that's like a, God, that's a Catholic sentiment. I, okay, well, at least what I what I was I, I mean, and I don't believe in God, but what I was taught was God forgives. You know, like if 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 you fuck up and you know you did, like you can you can you can atone for your sins, you can repent, and you can be redeemed, and God you you can be forgiven. You know, mm-hmm. so there's always a path to unfucking up your fuck ups um which i like but in real life i don't fucking forgive i'm not god like you know gotcha i (laughs) i hold i will hold a grudge and it's hard for me to forgive rick ross god forgives i don't right that's me too yeah rick ross um 
No, what was I going to say about this? Do you think he's referring to the idea that's out there that this is just a time loop? That it's like... There's an idea out there like that? Yeah, that this is just ah. ever happening again, but like slightly different. No, but that kind of makes sense. But you cannot redo. But that's the thing, right? Is is not is in parentheses. But they're not redoing it. It's different. So that's the thing. You can redeem yourself because you can redo. Not as not as like an optional sentiment. No. What is what are parentheses, Miles? I don't know. It's just a side thought. It's a side thought. But But it's true. It doesn't change your sentence. Maybe they're doing it mathematically. Maybe you're multiplying. Oh, what's not times redo? (laughs) I don't know. Oh man. I think it's rep- repent. It's, it's not redo. <clears throat> mm. You cannot redo. Um, yeah. So it it feels like kind of they like like everyone like this is an alternate universe, but there are extra crew members now. Yes, we've got the bald, um, sort of medium skin toned guy that's voiced by Wham from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh, pink um, hair lady. Pink hair lady doesn't have a JoJo counterpart. Ugh. But, um, the also darker skin tone female uh crew member uh is uh ayatsuji um cinderella's stand user in jojo oh. and there's that new like handsome ikemen did you guys see him hideki he's just like a new young man on the crew no well he's voiced by chaka's voice actor so we got at least at least three jojo vas in this yes and I, I forgot, wanted I think to see the, more of the old crew, you know? The old crew. What, the long-haired guy is a goatee now? That's cool. Yeah, where's short hair girl? <coughs> she but, was, a. she was, they showed her, like, ordering around people, and she said she hates young men. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's her? Yeah, she's become assertive. Oh, so it's like a, a hint at the fact that time has jumped forward. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And yeah, they introduced that, that, that sister of Toji, and then... Where's Toji? Oh, yeah. yeah, what happened to his friends? Where's Kensuke? Yeah. Well, they're not as important in these movies. Well, I guess but they are. But he's sad about it. He's sad about it. And I'm sad for him. Because he doesn't have any friends. And his family's dead or shitty. His family's dead or shitty. Dead or shitty. Choose. <coughs> you must choose. Uh, what other shit do I got on these notes? Oh, um, this is not... This is r- related to End of Evangelion, the movie, but... So again, I was reading about, hey, police, uh, I was reading different things about Evangelion Wiki and just this article started to talk about, there's a scene in end of Evangelion where Shinji is talking to, I guess, Ritsuko. Miles, you watched this yesterday, right? You rewatched end. Yeah. Do you know when he's in the sandbox and he's on the playground or whatever with the kids? Mm-hmm. Uh, that scene has always affected me pretty deeply, by the way. But, um, do you know how he stomps on the sandcastle and then rebuilds it? Yeah. In these rebuild movies, that makes more sense. I think in part two, he breaks the nerve headquarters, right? Which is a pyramid. Mm-hmm. He stomps on it, and then in in this, of course, he wants to go back to nerve, and so and that is also what happens with Third Impact. Is Shinji is angry and hates people and breaks it all, and then is like, "Well, fuck, I don't want that either." And in right. that sandbox scene, he does rebuild the pyramid that he kicked as a kid because mm-hmm. people left him. They just left the playground, and he's sad. So he breaks what he was building, but then he rebuilds it. Yeah. Like the rebuild of Evangelion? Right. And they did an Evangelion renewal as well, which was when they re-released the home DVDs in a 5.1 audio and they added or changed stuff. Yeah. So Anno loves to rebuild, renew, redo, rebirth. <laughs> um, 
Recycle. Reuse. Read me. Readme.txt. <laughs> Readme.md. Uh, was Marty in that photo of Yui? It looked like her, like an older version. Oh, of maybe. Okay. Really? Yeah. That oh, makes more sense. I didn't notice that. The idea that Mari's secret past might have to do with them. Okay. Uh, right? Because everyone is tied up somehow. It's just they'll never explain it. <laughs> yeah. Well, what is nice now is that I can look at the Eva wiki completely because I was dodging shit. I didn't want to spoil this um, movie. Now everything you've that's out, you've seen. Yes. Except the trailer, apparently. Go see it. For Evangelion, the math equation. <laughs> uh, I like that the Evas have a power saver mode. I like yeah. to believe this means that the screens don't have as many fluid animations. They've uh, updated them so that they last longer. Yeah. And uh, the brightness gets really low. Uh, I think it's interesting that it's it's sort of a parallel with Kaoru that they go all the way down into Terminal Dogma and he's like, now, here we are at the thing. Oh, this isn't the thing I thought it was. Anyway, Shinji, I'm going to blow my head off. It's like pretty much what happens in the show except he's like, Shinji, in your Eva, bite my goddamn head off. Yeah. So, And I, I was thinking, I was like, how is this part of Gendo's plan? Like, Kaoru didn't know and was wrong but then i was like you know what he probably built the eva to host two people so mm. shinji would feel comfortable so he has him hang out with this uh moon moon boy no that's not why i think he, I, think I, so. I think he needed the moon boy to be in the eva but he knew that he would find something fishy and he knew that shinji would go all the way and not listen to anyone and fuck up mm. oh so you think that basically though if gendo just ordered shinji to do it alone he wouldn't do it well, no, you don't. You didn't really need Shinji. You you needed the the Angel Boy because, right? Didn't he say like, you know, it's my fault. I'm the trigger. Like he needed to be there. Oh, I see. I see. I see. That's so much to bank on, though, because again, I, I don't understand why Shinji is like, yeah, but we need those spears. Like it, that that whole thing made no sense to me. Yeah, I know that he's stubborn and emotional, but why mm -hmm. would you do that? Yeah, he he thought. I think he thought it would make it right. But he doesn't know anything. I know, but he wanted to do something that would make it right, and so he was like, "No, you can't tell me that this that I that I'm not going to do this because I need to do something right now because I feel like shit." He's yeah, impulsive. You might be right, but I I still don't like it because it's like it's a uh, it's uh, stupid. <laughs> it <laughs> well, just he is he is Bakashinji. So, but in the other ones, living up to the name, it's like they're like, "Hey, you have to kill Ray," and he's stubborn about it because he likes his friends and he has no friends. Yeah. And so, like, that's not quite a character flaw, but it does make something happen because he's stubborn. But in this case, this guy's like, "Hey, if we do this thing, it'll fix everything." And Shinji's like, "Absolutely, I want to fix things." And then he's mm -hmm. like, "Hang on, hang on, hang on. Something's wrong. This won't fix everything." And Shinji's like, "Yes, it will." Like. The key That's, line was Shinji going, I don't understand anything you're saying. I was like, yes. <laughs> he says that pretty much twice. He says he says something else to Kaoru, like, what's going on? <laughs> so in the fourth movie, the first 10 minutes are available. They previewed it like before at some event. So that's available online if you want to watch the first 10 minutes. Those are out there. And then there's like teaser trailers that are, I think there's one that's 30 seconds long. Oh. But I watched that first 10 minutes and I was like, what is this? Yeah, I mean, I expect that as Eva goes on and on, it's just going to be like trees that just feel things at each other and we're watching it like, what? <laughs> oh, I think it's funny that the Nerve HQ is destroyed and you just ha seem to have Gendo, Fuyutsuki, and Rei. Although they somehow rebuilt stuff, so I don't know where the rest of Nerve is. Are they hiding in the fucking rooms? Do they kill them and dump them in that death pit? 
but they also hired a graphics designer to make a new logo. You got to have a new logo. You got to rebrand every couple of years. Do you know what I'm talking about with that logo? No. There's a new Nerve logo that's like blocky looking. It's like kind of like Neo design, very shapey, vectory looking. That's silly. So in my head, they, uh, they hired a graphics designer. I will say, I don't think, if you watch this without like being familiar with the other movies or the, or the show, you would just be completely fucking lost. Yeah, you need that background. I also, last thought, is basically that this movie kind of has the same issue as like the late 90s Star Wars prequels, where it's supposed to be like a lower point, you know, because like this is post-apocalypse, and yet a lot of the technology looks better because the CGI got better mm-hmm. and stuff. The, the art budget was higher. That's true. So, and just more modern. They built that big ship. They built that big ship. Yeah, it feels like all of Nerve is with Misato. Like, what is the threat in Nerve? Who built that new Eva? Was it just Gendo and Fuyutsuki? Yeah, like they were just... Where are all the employees? (laughs) Maybe it's just like a million rays. (laughs) (laughs) They're all just working, being like, I don't read books. (laughs) What if she's like, I don't... I don't read unless I'm ordered to, but I have seen all of Friends 40 times on Netflix. Um, what if there was a show and it was, instead of Friends, it was called Ray's and all of the characters were just Ray, just <laughs> mm. different clones of Ray. What if around. it was Tara's house, but everybody on the show was Ray? Mm, sounds boring. We were on yeah. a break. They all just sit. They would all just sit and like not do anything. <laughs> it wouldn't be good. <laughs> it wouldn't be good. It would be boring. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I almost feel less excited for the next movie. This feels very much just like an interlude. Yeah. I still want that next movie, but I feel like it'll inevitably be disappointing. Nothing. Well, nothing could really live up to our expectations. Certainly. I haven't seen star Wars yet either, which everyone says it's bad, which I feel like will disappoint me, which kind of sounds good to me, even though I don't like JJ Abrams, but cause everyone's always like, I thought his name was JJ Abrams. (laughs) I thought it was Joe Jobrams. The J J is short for Jojo. Um, yeah, I don't know. People are always like, oh, the new Star Wars, the new Marvel, they're amazing. They're so great. So when people are like, it sucks, I'm like, maybe this is good. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel. Um, listen, mm-hmm. everybody, this movie was not a gift. No, just keep watching It was things. not quite a gift. Whatever. Let me, let me ask the listener something. If... If you could only see the way. Um, if you could get a gift in the form of an anime, what would it be? Like if you were saying, man, I wish they would animate this manga or I wish they'd do a sequel. I wish they'd finish this. Like what would your gift be? I should probably tweet this because hopefully everyone shut it off to go watch the other show. Um, <coughs> other than that, yeah. Merry uh, Christmas. Merry fourth night of Hanukkah. Uh, go eat some latkes and kiss under mistletoe. Um, Get consent first. The consent is the mistletoe. Don't stand there uh. if you don't want me to kiss you. Um, JK. Just kidding. All right, everyone. Go enjoy your holiday break and uh, get your brain broken and your heart broken uh, by watching Evangelion. Bye. 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 Bye.